People, ils ont posé, ils ont tout le monde. For the podcast. Let me take a minute before you smell my breath on the podcast. But I was in a battle when I was 13, and it was against this girl. And it's so funny because Trina's right here. She used to call herself the baddest bitch because she had this big old boot. But she was a big hoe. So in our battle, I brought up all different type of dudes she slept with. Dang. She probably wanted to fight you after that for real. Yeah, she did. Everybody was so hype. You know, back then, like rapping was a little bit more serious. And if you ain't had no bars, they didn't want to hear, oh, you don't, uh-uh, you can't fight, you can't fight, you got to spit. Back at it again with the Photo Culture Podcast. I go by the name Exotic Rosé. I have my co-host, Mitch, and today we have a special guest, Pilly May. Hey, yo, Pilly May. I'm here. She's going to meet all our expectations. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you um you caught when I said your name wrong on the phone call we had early um two days ago, but for some reason I thought your name was Philly May, not Pilly May. Do you get that everybody, a lot? Every everybody black says that, and a, a few Spanish people starting to say it. So I don't know what it is. Y'all love Philly. Shout out to Philly. <laughs> I've never been, but um, yeah, it's Pilly, no H. Yeah, I was like, Philly May, and I was like, then I started listening to your music, and I was doing more research on it, I was like, oh, her name is Pilly May, not Philly May. Yeah, people just want to see the H so bad. I guess it's like, why they created it, I don't know. Well, I, I thought... Why well, PH even existed when you could just use F, but whatever. Yeah, it's just, I thought you was being creative <laughs> or something like that. That's what I thought at first, <laughs> just trying to be creative with the name, but, or the way you spell it, really. No, yeah, just I should have spelled it with a P-I-L-I. No, I was gonna say you got the last part right, you know what I'm saying? Like Sally Mae raking in dollars and taking everybody's money. But oh, <laughs> trust me, I've heard so many jokes from my sisters and all my college friends that owe Sally Mae. So. Sally Mae. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's a catchy name though. Catchy name. Thank you. So this is your first time here. So let's start with a little background information for our viewers. So you're from Cleveland, Ohio. How was it growing up over there? Cleveland, Ohio is a very like middle, um, what is it? Middle class community. Like it's like real homey. And I grew up playing sports. It's like what we do. Shout out to LeBron James. <laughs> shout out to the champs. Okay. <laughs> But no, yeah, like it's much different from Miami. Like I moved to Miami um, a few years back and it's much different from Ohio. So it was like huge change. And of course, like Cleveland gets all four seasons and Florida's hot all year. So that was like really like one of my motivations to get to Miami. Was it hard to adapt to Miami or did you just feel like right at home? No, nah, it was real hard at first. Like it wasn't easy for me at all. Um, it's kind of like where I got the name Pilly from because my first friends were like Hispanic girls, you know, classic Miami um, Cubans <laughs> and all different types of Hispanic girls. But um, they were like the ones who kind of gravitated towards me first. And I just, I'm so thankful because they were the ones who kind of introduced me to the club scene and stuff like that. But it wasn't it wasn't easy. It was hard. 
Okay, and you've been down here since uh, 2013, or? Um, it was around there, like 12, 13. <laughs> okay. All right, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in my research. But um, I seen that you, um, because you're mixed. You're mixed with uh, black, white, and Spanish, correct? <laughs> That's a lie. I think I no? did that on an interview, and I used to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you lie for? I'm oh, embarrassed. No. no, I am a black girl. Okay, like don't oh. believe some of the old interviews I used to do. I because I just used to be obsessed with like girls with pretty hair. Mm-hmm. So I used to be like, my daddy Dominican, you're a child. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, a lot of black people used to do that back in middle school days. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if- I don't know if it's because people are like just just wanted to be mixed, but that used to be a thing back in the day. Like and being now- exotic, but no. But the the irony is that in Florida, a, a light skinned black girl is more rare. Like everyone always thinks that I'm mixed with something. So I was like, no. Nah, like it made me more proud to be just black. Like I'm a black girl. Like it's. I mean, like my ancestry goes back. Like my great grandfather was white. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like, I'm pretty yeah, sure so, all of us go. So, <laughs> yeah, so, um, so all right, um, because I've seen the interview where you was talking about that you're mixed and you used to get bullied because of that. Um, that's why I broke well, that I up. would get bullied because of my whole light skin aura, it wasn't because I was mixed, it's just I think mixed girls deal with the same thing that I dealt with, like. You know, black girls just always had an issue with me, and then white girls had an issue with me. So it was like they—it was hard, but I'm mean, hating on you. Yeah, man, like for no reason though. Like, can you blame pressure though? I can't. I understand, like, but honestly, you gotta I, understand just, pressure coming from. I was always like with my sisters. Like, I have a bunch of sisters. So I, I never really cared. So if girls were like making fun of me, or I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> How much brothers and sisters you have? Well, I have one full sister. I have two sisters who my parents adopted, but they're my cousins. But um, yeah, my parents adopted them when their moms passed. So two of my mom's sisters passed away. Okay. And yeah, so we grew up as sisters and we was like in a singing group and Jackson Five, yeah. but the girl version. Well, we was more like escape. We we escape. Used to escape and like TLC and SWV, like wow. that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I seen um I, I, I heard you rap, but then I was listening to you sing too. I was like, okay. And then I see you play the piano, so I was like, okay, she plays the piano too. Yeah, that's that's rare these days. I know how to like put notes together, but I'm not really a. I don't know how to play the piano for real like that. Mm, okay, okay. All right, and then you grew up playing sports, and you was a dancer, so you was playing basketball, correct? Yeah, I was a real like. I thought that I was gonna like go to school and play ball and like, you know, take ball all the way. Like I was, I was real serious. Like I was on varsity tenth grade. I played yeah. AAU. You sound like me. I I I thought I was gonna go far nice. too. Like I played too. What position you was playing? I played the point guard and the guard. Um, yeah, varsity. I sat as the second point guard. After that, I started. <laughs> and then nobody knows that you have a dance 
background. So talk about your dance background you have. Well, I mean, I have like various different dance backgrounds. Like it's like I, my first recital was when I was like three. So, I mean, I just don't like to consider myself a dancer because like I know real dancers that take that take that Serious. stuff serious. Yeah. And it's like I never really I just always like to dance naturally. And I just always got lucky and would try out and make the squads or whatever. But um yeah, that was just something I did like naturally. Okay. And you recently just dropped a new single. So let's talk about the single that you just dropped. Yes, I like it, like it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, what's going on over there? No, I saw that. No, I saw the video. It's it was it's captivating. That's what I'm just did gonna it, say. Did that. it entice you? Did it did? You got me. Okay, and you good. the I, whole that whole video was your idea, right? The whole creative process and everything. Um, kind of. It was me, my manager Erica. Um, we kind of just wanted to like put my everyday life into a video, and this just happened to be the video that we was gonna do it with. So, um, her and I collectively kind of came up with the idea of waking up and taking a bath and getting ready for work and going to work and then going to the studio. So yeah, it was cool, but yeah, that was love the idea. Love the idea. I watched the video too and I like it. How many times did you, do you like it? Like it? Yeah, I like it. Like it. Yeah. You try to get us in trouble right now. <laughs> no, tell your female, they're going to like it, like it too. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, I know there was like rumors or talks where people are saying that you're bisexual. Oh, I'm a more straight girl than anything. Like, I don't think it's fair to even claim bisexual because there's real people who are like real bisexual that really do that. And it's like, I just be having fun. So it's like, I'm a trisexual. I try shit. <laughs> You're just having fun living life. Yeah, I mean, because like, you know, in Miami, it's different. Like, it's a lot of, it's hot and everyone's like half naked. So girls just be trying stuff and man. <laughs> Yo, Cleveland, Cleveland, I noticed Cleveland is pretty cool. I noticed a lot of people from the Midwest are really cool. I like humble. I noticed that. Like, it's like females too, like real humble. Like, you know what I'm saying? They look, I, mean, they can, I think they look, I'm humble, but... You don't think you're humble? No, I said I'm humble. I just... Oh, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, because I, I can tell. I can tell. I was, you know, doing my little research, too. I was like, oh, you you like, you seem really cool. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, good. I'm glad you got that, because a lot of people think, like, they have this perception of me that I'm, like, some light-skinned, big forehead bitch. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you got Rihanna too. Rihanna like light skin with big forehead too. So I mean, yeah, you know, let me not, not say that much. I'm trying to hide it. You see that? No, you good. Nah, just embrace <laughs> it, man. No, embrace it. Embrace it. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. But yeah, no, I noticed that that is cool. How did you adjust down here? Like, how was it when you first moved down here? Like to adjust? It was hard. Like, it was not easy for me. It was really hard. I was I really like was trying to do hair. Like I had went to beauty school to do hair and 
I figured I could do hair in Florida. But when I got down here, the only salons that would hire me would be like white salons. And I don't really know how to do like white people hair or even like Spanish hair. I don't know how to do black girl hair. And, you know, it's just different. So I would end, I ended up working in clubs and that's kind of like how I started meeting a lot of people. But even with the clubs, like it takes time to build up clientele to like make the, do well enough to like pay bills you know what I mean like I didn't have no cousins the dude that I came out here with we broke up like six months after I was out here and he wasn't caking on me anyway so Uh I had to hustle it was scary yeah I was like I don't know if I'm gonna make it but I was so determined not to like go back home you know and, and like with the music, like how did you get started down, like especially here and you're doing music, like how did you get started with the music and, you know, making connections? Because I'm sure you got to have some connections down here with that too. Well, it was this, I was working at this office and um, I would just be singing at the top of my lungs because it was like this little like glass office inside the office. Was that when and you was I doing would, timeshare? Yeah, you selling yeah. Timeshare? Oh, wow. Yeah, he really did his homework. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's like a form of timeshare. Um, It's actually just vacation club packages. So I was able to like get hired and pass the training. But I was just singing at the top of my lungs and my my manager at my, you know, work manager. He was like, that's you singing like that. I'm like, yeah, like I had did music all my life, but I kind of just like gave that dream up. And um, I was like, yeah, but I don't sing no more. I don't do that. So he like, no, you got to come by the studio. You got to sing a couple hooks for us. Because I guess him and his people was rapping. And um, I, I did a couple hooks and they were good. But I had written some raps that I just would keep for myself. I <laughs> shit about niggas. Like I was dealing with a lot. So I was like, can I do my little rap song? And they smoking. They like, shit, let's get it. So I did my first rap song in my friend's closet studio and I just fell so in love with rap. I was like, I'll deal with that singing stuff later. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like I I just, I fell in love with being able to express myself, people being able to catch my metaphors. Like my, the first rap song I did, it was so many secret hidden messages. The only way you knew what I was talking about is if you was in that life. Mm. But when I would rap and girls would be like, did she just say that? I really enjoyed making music for us and nobody else really knows what I'm talking about. Mm. So I was like, I really enjoy like the beauty of hip hop. And I just really fell in love like with hip hop. (laughs) That's really cool. That's a good story. That's really cool. But it was hard. I, after that, like, my homeboys wasn't really serious. And I was like, I want to do this for real. And it was a lot of, like, broken promises. A lot of dudes trying to, like, manipulate me. Like, oh, come by the studio. Like, stupid, like, trying to use studio time to try to get with me. And I am and I come from the hustle. So it's like, you're not about to hustle me for no damn studio time. So I was just like, F that. I just Googled hip-hop recording studio in Miami. And I found... Critical Studios, Critical Recording Studios. That was my first studio that I went to and bought studio time. And I had this 
little engineer, this little white kid who was like, I'm, I'm going to mix you. And he was nice. His name was Jada. <laughs> little white Jada. kid. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. So, yeah, he was the first person to record me. And then from there, it was just like, that's when you grinding, God going to make sure you straight because somebody got a hold of my demo who gave it to someone else to give it to someone else and put me in the studio. And then I, it just was, it just was growing from there. Nice. Cause that wow. first set of songs was like horrible. <laughs> first set of songs. Well, you said the good, the, the first one was crazy. You said, well, yeah, when no, you first started, yeah. my first one that I had like pre-written, it was dope, but like recording in the booth, it just, it took me a while to develop like, a sound where it was like, okay, she nice with it. It gotcha. took me a long time, but yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't think people realize that it's an art when you yeah. writing something down and then actually go record it. It's a whole different thing. Like I used to record myself too, but yeah, it's a, it's not as easy as everybody think it is. Yeah, you have to work on your record voice. Like I used to be in a, in a booth just screaming, like, fuck, that goes on. Meek Millin it. Meek Mill. <laughs> yeah, but it was just all over the place. So if somebody has that demo, I'd love to hear it. I lost it like years and years ago. Yeah, some people are good writers, but then they can't record. They don't got that record voice. Like uh yeah. what's that guy named Quentin for Drake? I think his name is. He used to write Drake's uh yeah. yeah. But if you hear his songs, you you're gonna be like, it's whatever. But when you hear somebody else writes it, right? Like, when he write it for somebody else. It's like, damn, this this is good. Yeah, and that's a beautiful situation. Like, you may not always have the voice, but you can still hear your work through someone else. Yeah. Have you ever wrote any songs for anybody major, or? Um, I have done songs, but not anyone major. It would just be for like my little friends. It's like, write me a song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but. Nah, no, it's it's not really my thing. I actually like have people come and help me. So it's like we just be in the booth cooking up. It'd be the funnest time making a song. So do you be giving everybody credit like Kanye? If you if you just sitting in the room, he's giving you credit. <laughs> he'd be giving you credit. Oh, um, I haven't really gotten that far yet. Like I've only put it put out like four real songs so yeah, i was just about to ask you that too why it took so long like you do a lot of freestyles but like where's the yeah free the actual work like your songs your singles like albums and i i probably have two years like over 300 records from 2018 to 19 that i had to just chalk when i got rid of my first management damn oh because they they would take a percentage of that if you ever released it or well, we just went our separate ways, and I was like, you know, it's some songs that are so good that, like, I think now I could probably reach out and be like, you think we can, like, do some business on these records? Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you know, once I had moved on from that situation, I was like, I just need to start over. So it was just like, at that's first... The, that's the manager you was dating, too, right? No, I never dated any of my managers. Oh, I thought you was dating somebody that you was doing business with. No, I had I had an ex-boyfriend who went to school for music and he mm -hmm. was trying to help me, but he wasn't like my manager. Okay. Yeah, but no, like 
I was gonna say something, <laughs> and then sorry you, for Chris. Yeah, sorry for cutting you off. Sorry, yeah. But no, but, yeah, like it was like a lot. It was a lot of work we did, and um, at, oh, that's what I was gonna say. At first, we were just like building my momentum. Like, okay, we just gonna put these freestyles out. We are gonna get the world familiar with you, and then we are gonna drop records. And then when we was about to drop records, I ended up getting the Rock Nation deal. Mm. I did this big video to this song, Get It and Go, and it was supposed to come out, but the the president of the label was like, nah, we're not putting that record out. Why? Um, it was a song that they were really excited about, and another issue with my old management, the beat really wasn't for sale. So the producer was like, "That I never gave that to you to use. Like, it was for something Damn. else. So we weren't able to put the record out that Rock Nation signed me for. It was a song called Bounce That Ass. Yeah, I heard that one. I heard that yeah, one. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. But no, I did. I ended up doing another Bounce That Ass. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, but the original Bounce That Ass was um by this producer. It's actually Beat King who did that song. He's got like one of the biggest songs out right now. Yeah, Beat Kings. Yeah, I heard him. I'm, I'm yeah, familiar. it was his song, and wow. Yeah, he's actually really cool. He was like, "It's nothing against her." He was like, "But that's you know that it's not it's business at the end of the day." Yeah, it wasn't for sale, so it was crazy. Yeah. But um, and then after that, everything was just getting kind of like weird, and then that's when I separated from my management. So that's why there's a little gap with music and. Okay, wow. and now you fully independent. You fully own everything you just doing anything your own right now well right i i have i'm a part of an independent label called fanatic okay i think i heard of uh heard of that group in houston no this is a record label yeah the record label you you said where they they based out of here or you said houston they're based in miami oh miami oh okay nice okay that's but i'm like i'm still like I have a lot of say so. I have like more so all the say so. It just has to get kind of approved within the, the team. So yeah, everything's still pretty much independent though. Okay, you just have better. You have more say so, pretty much. Um, yeah, when you was with, I'm sorry. Go ahead. My bad. Yeah, and it the label fanatic has distribution through Sony. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's congratulations. It's like, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what I wanted to say was, uh, when you was at Rock Nation, did you ever get a chance to like sit down and talk with Jay Z, or did you ever yeah. see him? Or that's my yeah. dog. So Ooh. how how is how how is Jay Z? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you got me. I was gonna say that's big. I know. I was like. When I used to tell people no, nah, like people were so disappointed. They're like, you didn't get to meet. I'm not Jay-Z. surprised. I'm not surprised. Like, he's a busy man and he got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, he'll he'll pull up for like the big artists. You know what I mean? And um, I think that we had a good chance of doing all the great things. It just it was a mix up with the beat and the song because that song was my version of Bounce That Ass was really lit. Yeah. Yeah. Did like, do you, have you gotten any other calls from, or like any other, you know, people and other labels trying to reach out to you from, especially yeah, if you got like Rock Nation, like big, you know, big labels. 
Yeah, it's a lot of labels that I'm I'm connected with. It's just like now we're, we're trying to build more momentum so that like when we even approach the labels, we can like say this is what we've done. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to approach them yeah. not without no buzz or anything like that because that's when they're gonna hit you over the head with like yeah they're gonna try like, to rape you with contracts pretty much. And it's just kind of like a musical loan. Like okay, well. How much can you guarantee us back if we give you this, you know? Mm. So you yeah, got to show know, them. You see the situation with Kanye when he was t- like going on their little rampage about contracts and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's not a it's not a joke how some of these contracts, these artists contracts be looking like it'd be messed up. Yeah, that's why you always got to have like a good hustle about yourself and know how to you know, get into other channels of, like, outlets of income with the music. True. And while you was doing music coming up, um, I'm not sure if you still do it or not, but you was bartending. You still bartending? Yeah. Or? Um, I haven't <clears throat> time, like, since the whole pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. And when I attempted to work at a club, it just didn't work out. I was always so busy with being in the studio and, like, having to get stuff prepared for music and interviews and stuff so they were like how about you try again later <laughs> um <laughs> go ahead clark now i was gonna ask you what have you i know you've probably been in the studio or just cooking something up you got any singles about to you know drop or you just waiting on it right now you got some singles well other than the uh, the other one that you just you know like it like it yeah do you have any others because I, I see it's picking momentum like you know, it's that was a really hot video right there. Yeah, you. yeah, we it's have a it's a it's a song I'm featured on with an artist named Ro Runner Jayu, and we putting out a Halloween video and the song. Oh, I seen you guys shoot for that one. Yeah, that's the one you posted up today. Yeah, okay. it's a movie, and I'm I'm really excited because I really like take my creative direct directing seriously and i got to like really do my thing with this so it'll be a, it's a movie this time okay yeah <clears throat> did you ever put out that film i've seen an interview you saying that you're going to put out a a film where you're going to do like a transition from bartender to a rapper i don't know where you be finding this stuff no <laughs> you, that's not happening no. Um, I would love to do something like that, but I haven't even thought about that for like a long time. But getting with this um director Nitro 4K, like he's so like creative and he's so open to my ideas. That might be something that we do. Okay. And one of the story I seen that you had say said was uh when you was a bartender, uh a customer was uh he was at the bar one time. He was like mad or something like that. And his girl was drink, bought a bottle and his, uh, his girl had friends that was like spending his money at the same time. So he was at the bar with you and he was mad. And he said something about yeah. God would never forgive him yeah, because of his side chick or something like that. Yeah, that's a real story. If you want to go ahead and where, like I don't even know where you found this stuff. <laughs> you need to tell me where you found all these interviews at because 
Uh, we know true. we know the same people. We we know people. We're connected to each other. That's hilarious. So you you want me to like kind of like refresh? elaborate? Yeah, go ahead and tell the viewers the story. <laughs> so long story short, I'm bartending and it's G five. I don't know if you guys know, but it's like in the middle of the hood. Uh-huh. And um, these these this couple would come in, and the couple is like my regulars, and they love me. Hey, Pilly, we love you. Da da da. <clears throat> So she's like, her and her girls are buying bottles and they're just spending money. But he was, was like spending all his money. He's like, my girl isn't mutting it. So he's like, I'm just going to let y'all do what y'all do. I'm going to come sit at the bar with Pilly. So um, we're talking and he's like, yeah, I, I want to have kids one day. But, you know, God won't forgive me. And I was like, no, like, God will forgive you. Like, I'm going off. I'm like, God loves you and God loves all his people. He's like, no, God won't forgive this. And I was like, what are you talking about? And long story short, he was like, you know, his side chick got pregnant and she was like, I'm keeping it. And he said he got rid of her. After hearing that, I was like, I probably would have left him alone too, because I I don't want to know no more information, because you, you don't know what he meant by that exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I know what he meant. He was like, he was like, she she wasn't gonna come in between my, the relationship with me and my queen. Da, da, da. Oh. I was like, but <laughs> shouldn't have been cheating. Like, <laughs> as a woman, though, as a woman. <laughs> How, what's your thoughts on that? Like, because this, 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 these are these are stories that happen a lot in our day of age, and you... it's it's a real sticky situation because like me and my sister argue about that. Like, if a girl gets pregnant, it is her body, but I think that somewhere along the lines, like a man should kind of have a say so, like if he wants to have a baby too. Um, but then it's like. It's crazy because then it's like you're taking away the woman's right if he's like, no, I really don't want it. So, you know, if, if you feel like you don't want to take that gamble, then you shouldn't be like having unprotected sex or sex with this female that, you know, even because even with condoms, you could end up pregnant. You feel me? So I think it's just more so like, you know, you know but things happen, you know, so. It's just real, like, questionable because then, like, the baby get here, let's just hypothetically say the guy doesn't get rid of his side chick, and then she ends up having a baby. Now the baby has to kind of suffer because the dad doesn't want to be around the mom, and they have crazy history or whatever, you know? So, like, I don't know. But I just think that maybe, like, women have fought to have the right to say, yes, I want it or yes, I don't. So I don't think that should be played with because men probably been making that decision for years. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree true. with you. That's one of the reasons why Kanye West was going ham about that topic too. He's trying to, he's trying to take, take that whole, like, he wants us to keep all our kids because plan B is killing like what, like a thousand black babies a day. Maybe maybe more than that. They were saying that, yeah. Yeah, and I think I kind of uh, I understand like where he's coming from because maybe if we didn't have that option, we would kind of care more about who we have sex with. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of mess going on out here, and I see I see what he's saying. But then it's like you know, the scientists came up with this 
type of pill to handle those type of situations. But, but child, I don't know. I don't get into all of that. Well, let's not sit here and lie. Like uh, in the beginning stages, when you meet somebody, you really don't know who they are. Right. You are attracted to them for a reason, their looks or their lifestyle, whatever the case is. And things happen. So I don't know. Like, where do you go from there? Like, she gets pregnant right in the early stages. What do you do? Have a baby, you know, like, but they say that's an argument. Like, well, maybe if you didn't have the option, you would be like, well, maybe I shouldn't be so risque with this person that I really don't know. You know, like how it was. <laughs> yeah, I guess it comes back to uh, being responsible and mature. Because um, I think we all been at that stage in our life where we're young and we just we're just doing things to so experiment and just have fun. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another story that you guys said too. Um, what was it? Uh, he told you. Uh, oh, he said everyone that that kills don't get caught. <laughs> that is so funny. Yes, this is another bartender moment. And um, one of the guys, he's going back and forth with me. It was like right around the time, I think, um, Eric Garner. Is that the I one think, who got yeah, killed by, yeah, by the police brutality? Yeah, he who got like strangled. Um, it was a right around that time, and I was like, no, you know, the police or oppressors, whoever, they just want us to retaliate, like we're not knowledgeable. And I'm just like really debating with him about you know going fighting back. <laughs> He said, everybody that killed don't get caught. <laughs> mm. I was like, oh, you a killer. I mean, he was just so serious. It was like, uh, yeah. And, it, it, you know, you hear about murders all the time, and a lot of people don't never catch the people who kill. So they're out there. Like, people are still out there. And oh, yeah. There's a lot of people out there. You'd be surprised. That's very true. That's crazy though that you have to sit there and hear all these stories. You probably hear sob stories. You seen you heard crazy stories and you just sit there. You're like a a man's therapist at the bar, pretty much. Yeah, men and women. That's crazy. Yeah, because the strippers will come up and talk tell me about how fucked up the night was or something crazy. So yeah. Okay. But I'm a people person, so I was like, girl. Tell me more. <laughs> Let me get some tea. Yeah. Um. So, what is your thoughts on police brutality right now? Um. Since we're on that topic, so that um, we've seen the Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. I think um, they more. You think so? Yeah, like, cause it's just re- it's just getting ridiculous now. Like they, it's like happening in broad daylight. They gunning black people down like it ain't nothing. <clears throat> I seen a video with some white kids acting crazy and the white kid takes the gun out of the police holster and shoots the police and kills the officer. It's like, 
you gonna sacrifice your own life, but let it be a black person. You just kill instantly. I mean, people mm-hmm. be having their hands on the wheel and they move one way and you shoot them. It's like, I think that they want war. I think they wanna make people fight against each other. And I really think they wanna get rid of black people. Like, I, I don't know like what's going on. Cause it's just, it's like, y'all don't care. Like y'all, y'all know what's going on. Y'all know what y'all doing and y'all know it's unfair. So I think it's a secret society or either just some KKK, you know what I'm saying? Just, and I think the police officers is in on it and they just really want war and they're not going to stop until we fight back. And really, you, you, you about to get Clark started. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, just, I'm listening, but you might get him started, I, Philly. Cause he's uh, all up in that. He's all up in that sauce. That, uh, that whole just, conspiracy. Just, the KKK. It just no, doesn't make I'm, sense. Like you're not for us. And it's, if you think about it, you, they, they never was. It's not like we, came here and it was all oh yeah like no we were here we were slaves they always thought that like we were like monkeys animals like they didn't think that we were human and then that somehow happened where they started having sex with the slaves and the slaves was having sex with the it was all type of crazy stuff going they were on raping the men they're raping the women exactly doing a lot of i things. think they was enjoying it a lot of times well, from my understanding, they used to rape the men to embarrass him in front of his uh, family. Yeah, to discourage, to discourage yeah. actually all the other, you know, everyone yeah, else. Like, they'll take the biggest one and then they'll discourage everybody. That's how they discourage everyone. Well, that's everybody. where boxing came from. They would have the slaves fight each other for their entertainment. And mm-hmm. whoever is the last man standing would win. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then that turned into a whole sport. <laughs> like, but... I just feel like if you really look back, they never wanted us to be here. It was like they had us here to to do work for to work for them. Mm-hmm. Black people who are originally here, like the black Indians, the Native Americans, got rid of them. Like they want to pump fake us with this fake Thanksgiving story, but no, they mm-hmm. they lied. Mr. Columbus. Yeah, all type of crazy. Like no, like. Yeah. They never was on that. And then you got some really good hearted white people that's like, you know what, we want to change from our ancestors. But then you just got some white people that's like, no, like we don't. It's Because if you think about it, like a lot of like every I won't say every other country, but a lot of countries, it'll be like it. Like if it's China, everyone's Chinese, you know, like you might find like a black Chinese man or like a spanish chinese man is rare but like you know what that so i i just think like white people have this mentality like oh this is our land and we want our people and you know like yeah people are so different mm-hmm. and, uh, and a lot of them try to hide their history because a lot of them especially italians they're black they go the sicilians are black and that's why they get as dark as us because Hannibal went up to Italy because when they were trying to come down to Africa, they were like, no, nah, you ain't going to do that. Matter of fact, we're going to come up to where you guys are. And then that's why, you know, and they basically in a way enslaved, the black people enslaved the Italians, the Southern Italians, which are the Sicilians. And that's why they get as dark as us because when you look back, they were doing. No, I know this Sicilian girl. She oh, is you know about that. Fine as fuck. She bad. She be like, if you say, 
if you be like, girl, you white, she'd be like, I am not white. Like, she gets offended. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, they, they're black. Oh, yeah, they're black. They're like, but like, she got, they're... but she got black girl features, though. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. they do. Because, yeah, <laughs> my aunt that married into the family, yeah, she she's she's Sicilian, too. So, yeah, like, there's, there's so much that that's behind, like, if people looked at their ancestry, maybe it'll change a lot, too. With yeah, social because exactly like is it there's a lot going on behind the scenes that you know but but i feel like this whole thing is a distraction and they know black people are more emotional we're in tune with our feelings and how we are with our people and they know that and they're distracting us from what's bigger but yeah. i if i if i get into it it's gonna get go down the rabbit hole but there's a lot of stuff happening right now which i know that the u.s dollar is finished that's all I'm gonna say. And then cryptocurrency is the new thing. That's what's happening behind oh, see, the scenes. Going, you going this way with it. I was gonna go this way with it because, like, but, if you go back to like ancient history, like the Egyptians and like their connection with like outer space. Like my sister thinks I'm so crazy for saying stuff like yeah. this, but I think that they they had connections. That's how they was building them pyramids, and I think. Mm -hmm people discovered that they knew that they had these connections they was like oh we don't we want to we want to rule the land or you know like i don't know and this is all like stuff i've seen from like history channels and stuff i haven't done any real like hardcore research my sister's like oh you sound crazy no. but i really if you really think about like how was those pyramids being made and not only was it not able it's like it's a direct Point to certain locations from in outer yeah. space. So I'm like, no, the aliens and the Egyptians was like, okay, we cool, we homies. I'm gonna help you with some technology. You gonna help us with some biology? Yeah, exactly, so you, exactly. So, and so you think aliens are real? I know that part too. We're here. We're aliens on Earth. So yeah, and and okay, so I'm gonna get into that just real quick. Like that's true because when you take frequency and you put it into crystals, you can move stuff with it, but. And even our phones are made out of crystals. So like using frequencies to see each other for to be powered and they're using crystals for that. The other thing too is like, you have guys like Bob Lazar who worked at, um, I forgot where it was. It's like 15 minutes away from I heard of Area him. 51. I heard, I, I heard his story, yeah. So I know we're connected to them. We know they're here because here's the thing. He said they used to do test flights, right? So the average person is going to be like, oh, they're doing test flights, it's nothing. Me, I'm like, how do you test fly? How you even test it? Because you can press a button and end up light years away. So that means somebody's telling them how to fly. That's just my not take on it. That's that. how I think. I think way. We, I think yeah, but I'm not gonna get into it. it's too much. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, we on. could get into we it, but um, we need like some snacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> popcorn or something. Yeah. Don't forget that we have a department that's dedicated just for aliens. Why would you have a department just dedicated just for that? Like, first off, they, they definitely exist. Like, I think that's ridiculous to think that they don't. Mm -hmm. But I just think that the connection, because it's like, why do white people hate us so much? You know that we know something that if, if we got access to it, it would be like different. <laughs> but let's be let's yeah. be let's be honest though. Let's be honest though. Do you think if the whole world knew the whole truth, don't you think the world being chaos? Because you see how people are going crazy when they first heard about coronavirus, right? People are fucking going crazy I for do. toilet like, paper I, and everything like that. I am not 
against white people. I think white people have their own genius and their own, like, if you look at like a lot of like white people, they they do great in the, in what they do. Like the whole way the United States is set up, it's like I I'm like I I'm not mad at it. Like we do live pretty good here compared to other places. So instead of us being against each other, if we could put our geniuses together, it would be a, a beautiful place. But you know we're different. It's never really gonna be like that. But I just think that I think they know if the real truth got exposed, I think all this shit would be fucked up. And I think they're just fighting really, really hard yeah. for that not to happen. But I think that, you know, we were kings and queens before all that stuff happened. You know, I just think that it's going to come back for a full circle. I don't think any of us living will be there for it. But mm -hmm. I mean, look at how far we've come in just a short period amount of time. I mean, we were just slaves that like, like a hundred years ago or two hundred or you know, like yeah, it was not even two hundred years ago. It, yeah, it was. I don't know yeah. if we're gonna be. I don't know if we're gonna be alive for that change you're talking about. But I will say that, like you said, look how far we came. Information is so accessible now; it's to the point where if we don't do it, the generation after us is like they're more boss-minded like as you can see people younger than us are like i'm not going to work for somebody i'm going to create my own lane i'm going to create my own job yeah. <laughs> youtube yeah. TikTok, all of that yeah, yeah. i'm gonna teach myself how to do it i'm not gonna go based off of what my teacher told me to do i'm gonna do my own research and see if what he's saying is true or not yeah i just think that like it'll come back full circle and i and i know they're not gonna they're not gonna go out without a fight like that's I feel like that's what they want. Like they want to fight for it, so it could just like. But I kind of think they're gonna. It's gonna. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Look at that. What I told that's you, pretty cool. you get Clark started. What I told you. No, yeah, I'm not started. even halfway there. You got him started. Not even halfway yeah. there, but <laughs> you know, I'm nah, but it's, it's, I mean, it's good to talk about certain sort of stuff like this though, because. Some people don't even touch it, and I'm, look, I'm, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a feel for that soon. Watch where people look, just talk about that. Like, look at Bob. Like, people are wondering <laughs> where he is. Do, I like he has his own podcast. If you see what they talk about, it's crazy. But if you listen to his mixtape called Elements, he's thinking he's talking about everything we're talking about, but on like another like level. Like he did say something. Crazy. I forgot what he said. He said something crazy that everybody was That's like, what, "What is he talking about?" I yeah, what but it was, people like, but he makes you think. It's just like the one where he was talking about the um, what was it? Okay, so how can you send a satellite outside of the universe, our universe, which is the Milky Way, right? Our solar system. I mean, so you go to, go out of the Milky Way and it turns back around, takes a picture of the Milky Way, and they tell us that's the picture of our solar system. How? When? It's light years away, so that satellite shouldn't even make it to the end of the to the of to the end of the solar system for us in our lifetime, and even have a signal that goes that far to turn around and take a picture, and then we receive the picture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our homeboys, our homeboys, the aliens out there, they took that picture. <laughs> yo, yo, yo I, I, I mean, I can I can keep going, but it's like I I know it's all about you. You know what I'm saying? We gotta talk about, <laughs> talk about 
But yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we're drifting a little we're drifting a little way. Let's get back into the queen. Pilly. Let's get back into that. Yeah, Pilly. But I'm glad oh. um, you, you're dope. You're cool because you you really look into that. And I, I agree I, with you. I, on yeah, it. like the, the, he was like, don't get you started. But like I be like, I be sipping my tea, like, well, how do this make sense? Like well, that's good though. You have to be. You should be able. You should want to question everything. You don't want to. Everything you hear, everything you taught. Like I'm not gonna lie. I had to reach. I had to retrain myself for certain things I was taught in school and certain things that people said. This is what it is. So I agree. You should. You should question everything because like, you want to. You want to find the information out yourself, not just listen to that person well, and whatever the case is. Facts. One last thing is like it's funny because Chris Brown. I know everybody's like, oh, Chris Brown, whatever. But he posted something on a page that I've been wa list watching for like the last six years. And this is guy, I don't know if you ever heard of him, it's Forbidden Knowledge. Mm -hmm. And Chris okay. Brown posted a few things from there, <clears throat> but then he deleted them. After. Yeah, they'd be like, uh-uh, you better take that down for people start attacking you. Mm -hmm. The comments were like, oh, he's he's into that, he's into that. And then they he just cut it off. Yeah, I seen him post a. I seen Chris Brown post a couple things like that, and I yeah I seen them. But yeah, that's the last. Part. Yeah. Um, let's uh go into. I don't know if this is true or not because I I, I kind of hit and miss with certain things that I said. But um, you fell in love with a sugar daddy before, who had grandkids. <laughs> interview was you watching but yeah i mean that yeah like that that did happen it was like you know at first it was just like oh you know i'm trying to get paid i just want some bread but then like after going on dates with him and spending time with him and like hanging out i was like dang like we in love <laughs> but yeah and his kids were like older than me Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. So, how was that? Like, are you still in touch with the kids? No, or, no, no, no. Or... He got he 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 kind of started. He turned into a hater. Like when I started like doing my own thing and making money, I I got my first BMW, and I was so excited to like show him like you know I'm getting money like I'm doing good. And um, when I pulled up on him to go see the car, he was like, oh, so who'd you have pay that car for you? Or some hating. I was oh. like, are you a hater? You jealous? Yeah, yeah. he jealous. I think he sounds jealous. I think he wanted, he wanted to do that for you. Yeah, like he just wanted me to stay down so I could always, he could have a way with me. And when I started doing my own thing, I really thought he was going to be proud because, you know, like, I I would like taking knowledge from these millionaires. You feel me? Like I would not just like, oh, I'm just going on a date. Like I really sit there and listen to how they made their business and how they have all this success. So I was more inspired. Like I'm not trying to like go against you. I'm trying to be like you. And then he just turned into a hater and then yeah. <laughs> You know what's crazy? We we had a topic about this uh like three episodes ago or four episodes ago, but we're talking about why do women like older men? Yeah. And you pretty much just you just pretty much nailed it for us right there with your answer. 
because he had money, the lifestyle, the knowledge, everything. He, he had everything settled already. When you date somebody your age or younger than you, he's trying to get to that level. And you, you're either you're going to sit there and build with him or you're like, fuck him. I'm going to go to somebody else who already got it. Or got I it going mean, on. for me, when I was younger, it was definitely like, I need help. So you want to hang out with a young, fine little chick? I need money. But it just being the person that I am, I really like to listen to people. I really like to have conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, we would have great conversation about his businesses and about how he accumulated all this money. And I was just like, I, you know, I take in knowledge. I'm a real, like, I listen and I learn. So that's really what I was attracted to because I want to come back and like learn more and gain more knowledge and money. <laughs> but it was more like that. But then I realized like, like, I, I don't know if you've seen in the other interview, but like, after we realized we couldn't be together, I said to myself, like, I can't do this no more. I can't keep investing my time into somebody that I can't build with. So that was definitely something that changed over the time. Like, I, I'm not about to keep dating these guys who are pretty much finished with their lives and I'm just getting started. So, you know, you got to find like a medium. You got to find a guy that you look up to, but then you could build with too. And I really, that I, I really think that's what separates, separates girls from women and women from wives. Go ahead and um repeat that. That was some gem. Go ahead. Yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I think it really is what separates girls from women and then women to wives. Like, you know, you become a wife when your man is like, babe, what do I do? And you really have an answer. You really have a solution. You know, it's not just gimme, gimme, gimme. You're, it's like you're his daughter. <laughs> yeah. So like a little girl. And then you become a woman when you stand on your own two feet and you pay your own bills and you buy your own Birkin bag. And you like, you know, I'm doing my thing and I'm growing. And then you meet a man and y'all help each other. and Y'all grow with each other. And then, you know, you become a wife. <laughs> okay, sounds like you ready to get tied tied up down. You look like you look like you got everything planned out. <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. Pray for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on the Birkin bag topic? Because that's been trending a lot lately. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's just honestly, if you really like let's start with sweetie i just think it was a marketing strategy to just get her name out there more i just think sweetie's brilliant i think her team is i don't even think she thinks like that um but because people are so into materialistic things it was going to be a big discussion and um just for anyone who agreed with what she said it's like you know <laughs> put it like this I grew up with my dad in the house and my dad never bought my mom a designer bag. Period. Let alone a <laughs> Yo, Clark is like, preach. But you know what? My dad bought my mom a house. We always mm. had the lights were on. We had great Christmases. I never needed for anything. Like, but I never seen him buy her like a burger so it's like 
they were together. What's more important? That's how yeah, I feel. Like, it's like yeah. it just. I mean, if if that's your lifestyle, like I I feel like I don't want my kids to grow up like how I did. Like, I grew up great, but I want my kids. I want to have Birkin bags. That's just me. But it doesn't determine the love. It's just it's it's just a trophy. Like I work so hard. This is one of my rewards. Yeah. It's not like you get the bag and then like then now you love me. Like no, like it's just it's just the. I think it's putting a. I, I think it's I think it's putting an image in people's head too, where uh where it feels like you got to do that, like break your back just to get one. And I feel like if you can't afford it. Don't go breaking your back to just to live a certain lifestyle. No, it's it's like we're forgetting the whole picture. Like, follow your dreams, do what you love. Then you go buy what you want to buy, whether do, it's a yeah. bag or it's a fucking Michael Kors bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not about the the trophy. It's about what you did to get it, and that's what people need to value first. Like. How good are you at your job? I guess me and Clark different. We we be talking about well, we trying to get our, our girl a company, a land, like some properties, like yeah, instead right. of like, some Birkin bag. That kind of money, yeah. Like let's 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 talk about that. Make money, so then we can buy all the Birkins we want. But some people <clears throat> are at that phase, like they didn't put in the work and they can afford that type of thing. So it's like you can't be mad because that's what they want to do. If that's what they want to do, cool. But you just because some people don't even care. They make ten times the amount to afford Birkin bag, and they just don't care about that type of stuff. I'm gonna they, be honest. I met a couple of rich people, and they don't like you said. They don't care about that. Some of them are wearing flip flops. Like, it's like stupid stuff. Like yeah, like look at the dress code. You know, you wouldn't even think they're rich. Like yeah. they're like they're on a whole different level when it comes to stuff like that. That's what I used to always tell my friends. Like you don't underestimate because them guys with them little cars, they got all their money in their pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they cheap though. They cheap though. But that's how you stay rich though. Right. And they pull out a wall full of money, and I'd be like. He pulled up in a Honda. He just got a pocket full of Hondas. Like not even, not even a Honda. The Mini so, Coopers. Mini Cooper. <laughs> You're a woman in the music industry, and I know we touched on it a little bit where guys would try to use studio time to to use that against you and stuff like that. Yeah, to finesse. So, how hard is it as a woman to to keep everything professional? And is it still going on nowadays in these times of days? Because you see R. Kelly and a lot of people going, especially the Me Too movement, a lot of stuff is starting to come out to the open and people are paying the price for it. Um, it's, I feel like it's like it's 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 in every business. It's not just music. It's not just hip hop. Um, I've worked in different companies and men will try to use their power to their advantage. You just got to stand firm. You just got to be serious. People will take you as serious as you take yourself. And the minute somebody tries me, I just be like, respectfully, you know, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to be nasty about it. I don't have to be disrespectful. But the minute you try me, it's just like, I'm not even interested because you don't see, you don't see business in me. You just see like sex. 
And I always want to be respected for like my music and what I love as an entertainer. And if it's anything other than that, then just find some other connection. Cause there's a lot of people who will see business in you and they get plenty of pussy. Like they not interested in that. So if you have enough respect for yourself, you're going to find the right people to work with. And, um, you know, you have your own bag. You can kind of just move how you want to move. Like I pay you. I ain't got to have sex with you. I give you some bread and these niggas are taking. <laughs> Damn, why you doing them like that? Because it's like, that's what I had to work really hard for. I had to really make so much money that I could be like, you want this money or not? Because I'm not pussy too much. You can't afford it. <laughs> I mean, you can't, I can't, you can't really blame the guy for wanting like to uh, holler at you, I guess you could say, because you are a beautiful woman. But I feel like if they're going, they should be able to, <laughs> they should be able to do it in a different way, like separate it from the business, like handle the business first. And then if it's that, if it comes to it, like maybe actually out to dinner or something after or something like that. Instead yeah, of like, I can't never be mad at nobody for trying, you know, shoot your shot. <laughs> but it's like, don't try to give me an ultimatum. Like if I don't do this to you, because <clears throat> then that's just, you just abusing your power. It's gonna come back. That karma gonna come back crazy. Mm -hmm. If you are, if you're attracted to me, then give me a chance to like get to know you. Like, don't try to like just use what I love to force me into this situation. <clears throat> but a lot of girls, they 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 offer it. So a lot of guys, they don't even think it's a bad thing because most girls are like, I'll give it to you if you can help me. Yeah, that's that's crazy like that. And I always think about that, like, to be honest, like, especially with female artists, um, whether it's singer, singing, rapping, even like movies and stuff, because you hear about things like women doing that to get to somewhere. And I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to. And that's the thing. I don't want to think about that. Like they had to do that to get there. And, but you hear like a lot of the scandals and I, I, I don't think of women as like that. Like, I don't like if I were to look at you, I'm like, I'm and you were successful. I'm not going to be like, yo, she she did that to get there. But it's like, you know, like a lot of people look at women like they had to do that. And, and that's good. I like how you stood your ground because you're not, you know, not going to be any like, you know, you know, like you hear about what's the name Weinstein and all those guys. It's crazy. But I, but that's really cool that you stand your ground. And you you know you make sure like look it's about money. That's it, you know. Yeah, I mean it's just a like, you know like I came in the game backwards. Like I, when I moved to Miami, that was all I knew was like who can I get money off of. So it was like I had to work really really hard to get out of that lifestyle. Like I didn't want to exchange sexual favors or anything for money so when i made the decision to get into the music business i'm like i'm doing music business i'm not doing nothing no mixture i'm not doing that <laughs> with this so um you know and some girls they just kind of they you know for whatever reason this is how my story is and i just kind of knew better not to do that or else you're going to get stuck in that. And then, uh, of course, people talk. Mm. 
also, you know, you start moving like that, you start losing respect. People don't even want to be bothered with you. Mm -hmm. Afraid that you're gonna be out here having sex with all type of folks. So. Yeah, don't yeah. be don't be fake flirting out here either. <laughs> yeah, it's not a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that will get you in some deep stuff. Yeah, no, especially like with women. That's when I really decided, like, I'm going to stop playing with these females because if you flirt and do all that and they get in their feelings, girls be ready to fight. Like, you don't like me? <laughs> I be like, no, no, stop. Nah. Yeah, they be ready to fight. Are you uh, single right now or you got a man right now? I am in a relationship, child, proudly. Okay, okay. Congratulations. <laughs> um, just want to let everybody know, the viewers, if they wanted to shoot their shot, you know. But uh, I guess you're taking, so. Okay. How does that work? You just uh, look at him. How does that work? No, I mean, like, <laughs> you're in a relationship, so, like, how, like, how are you even allowing that? If you think you're a better fit for me than my man, then go ahead and try it. You you agree with that, Clark? <laughs> I, I mean, shoot. I mean, what do I think? You know, I'm just <laughs> Clark. I'm listening to her. You know, it's about her. It's not about, you know. No, but can I tell you guys something? My dad used to always say that. My dad used to be like, he used to tell my mom, if you find somebody that's better than me for you, then I want you to be with that person because... As much as I love you, if he if he could do more, then you need to go with him because that's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess I I, I can agree with that because uh, if I had if you was my daughter, I'd probably tell you the same thing. But then if I'm a guy dating you, I wouldn't like I wouldn't like to hear that. So you just have to have confidence. Confidence, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. How hard is that? Like. Dating a well, I should be asking your boyfriend that dating an artist in the like industry really, like, do you like for you to be dating a guy that's not in the industry? I guess he would have to have a lot of constant confidence in himself. He wouldn't have to feel like, oh, like you're doing things uh, after hours and you're coming home late and stuff like that. Is he with you all the time or are you out? No, I be in a studio with all the rappers, <laughs> like all the lit rappers you just have to have it just depends on your relationship and how strong your trust is and how confident you are like i always say like if it's a girl out there and she treats you better than me i'll be all right <laughs> yeah right you lie no i'll be devastated but it's like you you know we're humans like we're like people have to stop putting so much energy on a human because God forbid they could die. Like that happened to me when I was 20. I thought I met my soulmate and I was in a relationship and we were friends for like two years. Then when we finally decided to be in a relationship, he get into a car accident and died. Oh, wow. So life Sorry was- about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it was a long time ago, but life will teach you that you cannot hold on to these people. You can only hold on to like, that feeling that they give you in that moment and just cherish that and be committed to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it'd be a lot of times dudes be in here looking good. They be fine, you know, and I just be like, I'm not going to open that door because I, I made a commitment to this relationship. I mean, you should, I think we all have like a side eye, even though a relationship, like, okay, I think we could all say that woman is beautiful. That man is whatever the case is like that. Like you say, you just got to be committed to that one person that you are dating. You take the dog out. But I have these conversations with my dude. Like, you don't have to be trapped in a box. Like, if you meet a female, like, it's it's healthy to flirt. It's healthy to, you know. I don't know about like, flirting. Now. It is because you're not, you get to see what's out there without really seeing what's out there now. Taking it home, calling, communicating. Now you're oh, like, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, you're you're opening up the door to to possibly break this commitment. But I think it's cool to just be like uh, like in in your life, like in your world, and you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean? you still so. I can't. Yeah, that. I see <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, it's uh, just like. Oh, but then at, at the end of it, be like, oh, it was it was nice kicking it with you, but I gotta let this go now. Like, I gotta go home to my baby, my don't queen. Get no head. Don't get no head. No, I always want head. <laughs> because why they, you doing us like that? Yeah, they say it's not considered the full weight. That's what. Yeah. Um, would you would you allow your boyfriend to have a girl best friend? He does have a girl best friend. Okay, I actually just because uh, I was in a situation where I had a girl best friend and the girl was not having it, and I'm like, I was friends with her before you, like, like it's, we're just friends. No, I'm telling you, she likes you. She likes you. Um, I mean, again, it just depends on how connected you and your girlfriend are. Like, if y'all are like really strong, then she kind of knows what it is with this other female friend you know like in my situation i knew what it was like i would in the beginning phases i go through this phone and i see that. oh my god why yeah i don't do that anymore yeah because you trust them you fully trust them but like in the beginning you sound like you didn't really fully trust them well in the beginning he was a hot a hot a hot hot mess (laughs) So, you know, like, I, it was a whole situation. No, like, his his side chick came out with a whole disc record and everything. Oh, wow. So, the beginning, it was a little rocky. But um, as far as the friends, I I was going through these the messages, and I, I was like, okay, they're really friends. Like, it ain't like that. Like, he got there. Here go the holes over here. But him and this her. This one's an actual friend, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you cool with her or no or no? Yeah, we we cool. We're not like besties. Like she got her own man, her own life, you know, but like we definitely have linked up on a few occasions and we're it's all good. Okay. It's all good in the hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, um, I don't want to hold you up too long. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap this up and um tell everybody what you got coming up, where they can find you. And let's get things rolling. 
Well, I would love for everyone to download Like It Like It. It's the new single and go watch the video on YouTube. It's booming. It's hot. So everyone will enjoy it. And stay tuned. We got this new record. Um, I'm featured on with Roadrunner Runner Jayu. And it's a Halloween theme kind of single. So that's coming out on the 31st. And you can find me on all my, all the social sites. Pilly, P-I-L-L-Y-M-A-E, Pilly May. In Twitter, it's Pilly underscore May because somebody stole my name. But everything else is Pilly May. <laughs> Not Philly May, guys. Pilly May. Yeah, no H. Pilly, no H. <laughs> um. I have one more question before we go. Uh, have you thought about getting into like battle rap? Yeah, like my old management used to want me to do it, but it gives me anxiety. I used to battle rap when I was younger. Nice. Yeah, yeah like I love watching it. Yeah, because you give me that, you give me that vibe sometimes when you freestyle. Like I feel like you can do it. Mm-hmm. I I mean it's cool, but like it ain't cool because I don't like people dissing me. Oh, okay. <laughs> So uh -oh. it gives me anxiety. Yeah, like deliberately dissing me, like back and forth. Like I I'm just not interested in interested in doing that. Uh -oh. I don't blame you. It can get really uh, crazy. The stuff I be hearing certain people say. Yo, yeah. mama, this y'all choking up. Da da da. I'm like, goddamn, bro. What? What That's I do like you? Arsenal. I do Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, it's Very like. Fighting with your words, and it's like I just don't want to fight. Like even if I could beat you up, like I don't want to do that to somebody. But I was in a battle when I was thirteen, and it was against this girl. And it's so funny because Trina's right here. She used to call herself the baddest bitch because she had this big old. Boot. But she was a big hoe. So in our battle, I brought up all different type of dudes she slept with. Dang. She probably wanted to fight you after that for real. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Everybody was so hyped. You know, back then, like rapping was a little bit more serious. And if you ain't had no bars, they didn't want to hear, oh, you don't, uh, -uh you can't fight, you can't fight, you got to spit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was, was going to mention Trina. Like, you, you, you like Trina, or like you, have you? looked up to her from back in the day or did you know about her from back in the day like even like being in cleveland yeah no she was popping in cleveland yeah. like she was a real big rap star like we're in my town and um i did have the opportunity i met her i had <clears throat> officially met her at the city girls part lingerie party wow like two years ago and she's so cool she'll the way she is with me, you you would think we knew each other for years. Like she's so cool, and um, I I grew up listening to her. She was like the female rapper in my era. I was a little too young for like Lil Kim. <laughs> Kim, Lil Kim was crazy. See, yeah, and that's the thing too. Like everybody keeps on getting on Cardi B and everybody for the WAP video. Nah, Lil Kim, especially um that song "Not Tonight" with Lil Kim. All the WAP stuff that that goes out the window if you hear what she's talking about. Yeah, that's not to compare it to yeah nothing. Yeah, but um, we're well, yeah. No, I'm not gonna get into that. I was gonna say like that video, like it, like it is 
kind of like in that are you shooting more towards that part as far as like WAP like that type of that vibe for a little bit and then you get back to you know I mean it's just Pilly Mae doing what Pilly Mae do like you know I'm I'm sexy I have to bring that sexy element to it and I was like we getting in the tub we getting naked so yo (laughs) don't look it was coochie and titties everywhere (laughs) he had no choice but (laughs) He was very yeah. professional. Shout out to Sean from Top Floor Films. He was like, nah, I'm very serious about my work. He's Because I was like, uh, I'm getting naked. Like, don't get crazy on me. He was like, nah, P, we, we going to make a movie. So, And it was like, you know, he was with it. He was with the idea, too. Like, if we're thirst trapping, let's thirst trap. And that's yeah, really. Let's go all the way, pretty much. Not halfway. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for coming on. Um, hopefully we can do this in person next time. Yeah, um, we need a lot. Does everyone smoke? Uh, I don't smoke. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can't. You know, I gotta. I can't. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that I can't. But uh, yeah. Get the second hand. Wait, yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah, we gonna have to talk about our aliens. Talk about the government. We can talk. About- <laughs> for real. Let's get There's it. Some stuff getting, but you know, with this stuff, you know, the doors might, you know, we gotta be careful. Make sure the doors stay open, so we can't talk about too much, you know. Yeah, they might just blow down on us on in their parachutes and just. <laughs> you know too yeah. much. You know too much. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna say secret society crew. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. Look, yeah, look yeah, Clark yeah, is trying to hold it yeah, back yeah, so yeah. much. Like, he's trying to hold it back. I see you. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it. Yeah. yeah I guess, you know. But no, yeah, no definitely. Yeah, we do. For having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. No problem. Thank you very much because, yeah, you could have been anywhere. You could have been doing anything. So thank you very much for, like, you know, giving us the time for sure. No problem. Yes. Love your vibe. Love your energy. Keep it going. And download yeah. that record, like it, like it, right now. We got yeah. you. We got you. No, I got it. 